Volume Two, Chapter Nine of Mrs. Armitage or Female Domination by Mrs. Gore. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Helen Taylor. Chapter Nine. You are more saucy with lords and honourable personages than the heraldry of your birth and virtues gives you commission. Shakespeare. The day following a ball at home is usually a day of bitterness, headache, and mortification. Faded garlands, fragments of broken glasses, the smell of lamp oil, the memory-haunting grunt of the violoncello, sleepy footmen, awkward supernumeraries, conspire to render the house insupportable. Holywell had not often been so disorganised in its economy as on the 6th of August simmons and his aged contemporaries in spite of all the foreign aid afforded to their labours were most of them ill in bed the assistants down from town were drunk with yorkshire ale nothing was right mrs armytage thoroughly discomposed inveighed against the disorderliness of modern servants arthur thought of the blue boar and held his peace other disagreeables too became gradually evident gumption and many of the leading thoratonians had absented themselves from the ball and without even sending excuses honoured in their own persons by an invitation they had been offended in that of some uncle or cousin accidentally omitted others who pretended to rigour of political principles came only to display their indignation at the presence of the spalding family the attorney who had lampooned the duchess at the last election and the attorney's partner who had caricatured her felt themselves insulted by having been betrayed into the presence of their victim there had been a fight moreover among the servants in drawing up the carriages in which one of the holywell stablemen had broken his arm and scarcely was the late breakfast over when the apothecary asked an audience of mrs armytage to inform her that jack aldworth having a contusion on his head and the fumes of much punch within it was in a high fever and delirious while at the same moment mr wemmersley was ushered into the drawing-room to congratulate mrs armytage on the brilliant success of her ball he was grieved however to find from mr senna whom he had met on the road that poor lady rotherham was laid up with a severe rheumatism from the draughts in the supper-room and that a panel of the mayor's new landau had been broken but all these were trifles mrs armytage a good though not indulgent mistress was just then too much preoccupied by the danger of her servant the son of an old tenant to care for coach-panels or aristocratic finger-aches she did not think the amusement of three hundred idle individuals cheaply purchased by the life of one poor groom and was deeply concerned for jack aldworth i'm quite amazed my dear fellow continued wemmersley turning amicably to arthur to find that so much ill-will has been stirred up against you at thoroton i always feared you would find gumption a slippery fellow and under present existing circumstances if a general election should come on as it must before long he would certainly throw you over throw me over i should rather say throw you out throw you out for the borough of thoroton even had he the inclination 
i do not admit that he has the power the power who can calculate on the ways and means of a jobbing attorney in these revolutionary times for which we have to thank the madness of such people as your friends the gretas and co no seat is safe thoroton is at present one of the yay nays half whig half tory or more properly speaking half spalding half armitage but this species of influence is becoming a doubtful tenure and if gumption were to bring down some man of the people or himself set up on the independent interest as a frank radical there might be a curious turn of affairs mr gumption a radical ejaculated sophia yes my dear miss armytage when he was clerk to my friend the duke of spalding's agent i admit that the man was a tory turned out of his office he attached himself a few months ago to armytage and the whigs and now that my friend arthur has managed to affront him by not inviting his whole kith kin and acquaintance to the holywell ball take my word for it he will sulk into radicalism and there is no saying what man he may not bring down upon the neighbourhood a blacking maker a prize-fighter heaven knows what arthur remembering that for wemmersley's tenancy of mill hill the neighbourhood was wholly indebted to gumption secretly admitted that there was indeed no limit to the attorney's powers of mischief if mr gumption imagines said he aloud that his services at my election which have been largely remunerated are to tie me down his slave for the remainder of my days he is strangely mistaken i owe my seat entirely to my family interest but you forget that your family interest was about to bring in reginald maudsley observed wemmersley lowering his voice although he perceived that mrs armytage was busy giving directions to a servant at the further end of the room if gumption had not proposed you five minutes before well well do not let us fight our election battle over again cried arthur dreading that his mother should overhear i took particular care that your protege gumption should have an especial invitation last night and cannot see that he has cause for complaint not when he had sold you to the people at the blue boar and your innovations on thoroughtonian customs have broken his bargain they will certainly come upon him for twenty of his thirty pieces of silver lomax was quite horrified this morning when as we were talking the business over with the spaldings a few of the sewers and cloaca undermining that goodly edifice the british constitution were first laid bare before his wandering eyes lomax is he here still cried arthur wishing to change the conversation as he saw his mother return towards her customary seat why did you not bring him with you last night i understood he was gone to the continent gone only to pass a month at paris and already returned said wemmersley angrily i fancy he finds himself too comfortable at mill hill for us to get rid of him in a hurry my wife's rich relation from carolina was evidently out of favour and as to bringing him to the ball continued wemmersley he was here is it possible that you did not see him intruding his odious toadyism on the spaldings and your free and independent citizen toady a duchess said sophia laughing 
what a falling off was there i never yet saw a yankee who would not fall down on his knees before a coronet cried wemmersley quite out of sorts they are the meanest worshippers of rank on earth the thing has the charm of novelty to them and a city knight is greater than washington in their eyes fie fie you are angry said miss armytage do not compromise the independence of mind of a whole nation in retribution upon one mr leonidas lomax i might have guessed at his secret sin continued wemmersley for i remember he was always telling me that his great-grandmother was descended from an irish earl and the founder of his family brother to a bishop but still i never expected to see him dancing attendance after the duchess what a bore the spaldings must find him said marian too tired to mingle much in the conversation indeed i don't know he has written over to procure the duchess a colony of beavers for her menagerie and presented lady amabel with a set of indian moccasins and bark canoes which he had refused a hundred times to my little girl how very amusing perhaps he has fallen in love with her said marian i must question lady amabel about this outlandish adorer if you had not been too much engrossed last night by the attentions of so many admiring friends observed wemmersley spitefully you would have had sufficient proof to the contrary indeed perhaps then the attraction lies with lady honoria she is certainly the prettier of the two neither of them is so pretty as the real object of the absurd old coxcomb's attentions lady laura greta perhaps said arthur much diverted by the petulance of the disappointed wemmersley no lomax's tender heart was touched in the springtime among rose-bushes and nightingales when gretas and spaldings and members of parliament were amusing themselves together in london i do believe it is sophia cried arthur my dear sister i wish you joy the thing is hardly worth so much guessing said wemmersley i believe my kinsman's feelings were moved in the first instance by the first sight of a feudal moat and the historical associations of a battlemented walk these things are wanting in america die marinum as i live exclaimed arthur laughingly a very suitable match wrong again lomax likes old architecture but not old women then it must be rosamond devonport said miss armytage how pretty she was looking last night yes i heard lomax protesting to the duchess that she was the sweetest girl in the room i do believe said marian struck by a sudden reminiscence that it was mr lomax who was dangling after rosamond dressed like a bad imitation of lord wyndham i did not in the least recognise him how should you he has returned from paris completely metamorphosed fine trinkets fine waistcoats pinched padded painted for aught i know with an adonis ring and a pair of fixed spurs just the way with people from half-civilised countries regarding all these things as curious works of art they load themselves with them as they would buy a picture or a cameo a yankee belle with the finest head of hair spends half her income in false curls and such is the case with lomax the savage is beginning to break out in him 
and is my little friend rose proud of her conquest inquired sophia amused perhaps but the three old women are too cunning to laugh at such a chance for their ward lomax has a clear twelve thousand a year as my wife was foolish enough to proclaim to every one in the neighbourhood when he first arrived at mill hill very indiscreet observed arthur considering how many spinsters we have in the neighbourhood lady laura greta miss armytage pray do not include your sister's name in any such absurd enumeration interrupted mrs armytage breaking forth from her long silence mr lomax has very wisely confined his pretensions to his own level miss devonport and himself are both creoles and will make a very appropriate match appropriate oh my dear mother think of pretty little rose with her graceful manners and interesting position i see nothing interesting in her position in my opinion people should never be introduced into society upon ambiguous grounds who is miss devonport no one knows and some respectable yorkshire family might have been disgraced by their son being taken in by the attraction of a pretty face to marry a nobody wemmersley looked with an ironical smile towards arthur to ascertain whether he felt this unkindest cut of all but arthur with an unblushing brow was gazing affectionately upon marian and has mr lomax actually made his proposals inquired mrs arthur armytage not hearing or not heeding the taunt you will have an opportunity of making the inquiry yourself to-morrow at spalding court said wemmersley lord wyndham either to annoy me or meaning to make a butt of him has actually invited him to join your party delightful a butt is always such an acquisition but you are not going to spalding court until the tenth observed mrs armytage compassionating the bad taste of the remark oh yes we are going to-morrow you are mistaken the invitation was for the tenth but we have altered our arrangements interposed arthur greta and his friends are to dine there on the ninth and the duchess made marian promise last night to anticipate our visit quite impossible said mrs armytage coolly i have a dinner-party at holywell on the ninth you never mentioned it to me or i should not have engaged myself to the duchess replied her son you have only to write and put off the engagement i wish it were in my power greta dumbarton and edward brierton are invited expressly to meet us and were present when we accepted the duchess's proposals lord greta and lord edward brierton are doubtless personages of very vast importance said the lady of holywell my guests are simply your old friend dr grant who showed you the attention of returning from the lakes a week before his time in order to be present at the ball last night arthur did not think it necessary to acquaint his mother that the good doctor's precipitate return had been produced by his hope of being in time to persuade her to adjourn her entertainment to the blue boar and my own earliest acquaintances the maranham family do write to the duchess and defer our visit till the tenth whispered marian to her husband besides your father's friends from greta castle added mrs armytage and marian hardened her heart and said no more i am extremely sorry this misunderstanding should have occurred said arthur resolutely 
and will fully explain it to our friends but not having been apprised of your plans i had no reason to suspect any engagement at home it is impossible for people to act in concert where a mutual understanding does not exist i scarcely considered it necessary to hold a family council previously to inviting my friends to dine with me said mrs armytage stoutly nor i to request permission ere i engaged myself to pass a week with the duke of spalding retorted arthur sophia trembled and wemmersley was enchanted he never before witnessed anything so nearly resembling a dispute between the mother and son i fear it would be impossible for us to get off interposed marian the duchess has so completely set her heart on having us of the party the duchess reiterated mrs armytage with a tone of sovereign contempt the duchess to whom from both of you so vast a debt of respect and gratitude is owing the word gratitude stung arthur to the quick he felt that with all his faults he had not shown himself ungrateful his heart swelled within him wemmersley will you give me your opinion of my new setter said he rising on any pretext to quit the room and while the excited visitor hurried through his good mornings and good-byes arthur armytage made his way across the hall towards the stables he knew not whither cursing between his teeth the miserable subjection in which he lived the still more painful punctilio by which he was bound to its endurance end of volume two chapter nine